Hello, I'm Sinead. And I'm Brian. Each week we introduce each other to a film that we love. If the other's not equally enamoured, it could mean the end of our 22-year relationship. Warning, there will be spoilers, swearing and undoubtedly arguments. This is Reasons to Dump You. Party on, Sinead. Party on, Brian. Yeah. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So, you're doing your Muriela Frustrup thing today. I... I've got a little bit of the lurgy today. Nice. It has to be said. It cannot be denied and it cannot be hidden. Okay. I am not well. Nice. But dedication, professionalism yeah, and commitment. I mean, what the people at the other end of this podcast can't see is it looks like you're squinting at me <laughs> a long way away. Like, where is he? Over I, there? I did think about, um, you know sort of during covid the yeah. television show started to put perspex screens between presenters and nice. i did think about getting some cling film this morning and separating the room into that would have been good that would have been good wouldn't it but um we didn't have enough cling film ah yeah that's always the problem and you know you would end up spending quite a lot and so, perspex is quite expensive now since covid you know yeah exactly yeah. so um i thought we'll do away with all the uh, safety elements nice if you get sick you get sick great People listening to this, they're safe. Germs yeah, germs do not true. travel through earphones, so no. they're okay. But if they did. <laughs> right, Sinead, clues. It is your week. It is my week. We need a little bit of comforting, nostalgic enjoyment this that week. That makes a change for us, doesn't it? <laughs> makes hey? a big change for me. Now, I've only seen this film once, Ooh. so I think it deserves... A little revisit. Okay, okay. Here are my three clues as to what we are about to watch. Let's do it. Clue number one. Yep. This is the fifth highest grossing film of 1994. Wow. The 90s. We never do films (laughs) from the 90s. Um, Do you feel like we're stuck in like a time? A little bit. (laughs) Beetlejuice. Incorrect. That surely was much earlier than 94. Anyway. no idea. Moving on. Second clue. Yep. this film is the directorial debut from debut. The, from the cinematographer of Die Hard and Lethal Weapon 3. Now he's interested. Now he's thinking, oh, this could be actually quite good. Yeah. I've no idea who that cinematographer was, but I like to give it that thoughtful pret- sort of... Pretend that maybe you hmm, do know who this could that be? Wow, he's done loads of stuff. I've no idea. Carry on. Well, I'm thinking clue three might give it away. Go on then. Um, and this is a very personal clue. Go on. This film stars, without a shadow of a doubt, the most perfect man ever created. Ah, so Clint Eastwood's in it. Incorrect. What? We are going to watch... Hang on. Boone. <laughs> we are going to... Silva. For anybody... Uh, <laughs> from anybody born <laughs> after the 90s, Boone was a, uh, a drama series. Um, about... Which had in it... Which had in it Neil Morrissey, who I did... Oh, I thought you fancied Michael Elphick. Oh. We're riding on down. <laughs> no. <laughs> we are going to watch... Go on. Speed. Oh, okay. Yeah, speed. baby. Nice. Yeah, I baby. like Speed. Speed's I'm a not great well. film. I need a bit of Keanu in my life. Oh, bless. This is, this is where we're going today. I like it. I like that a lot. This yeah. is the best choice you've made yeah, I knew in a you'd be long happy with it. time. I knew you'd be happy with it. I realise we haven't done a Keanu Reeves film. We've got potential explosions. We've got public transport. We've got Sandy Bullock. And we've got the hottest man that has ever walked the planet. Yeah. I mean, we are on a roll with this one. We've got a bus jumping off a bridge. Exactly. I'm still looking. I 
still look forward to seeing that bus because you see the back end of it tail off and you think that crashed but no magically thanks to editing it suddenly levels up again and Brian, Brian what you, you, you've gone into the film before we've even gone and sorry, watched the I've film sorry I've seen the film more than once Let's, this is great I mean my this is a great day my temperature's already through the roof so imagine what it's going to be like at the end of this film after a little bit of Mr Reeves <laughs> let's, let's go watch Speed and cool. we will return let's do it we will see you in a very short amount of time Pop quiz, hot shot. Hoo-wee! Ho, ho, ho! What a high-octane, adrenaline-fueled couple of hours that was. Loved it. I think we might have found the perfect date-night movie. Oh, yes. I've got Keanu. You've got Sandra. I have. We've got romance. We've got adventure. We've got action. We've got danger. I mean, it shows something... That we've been together for a long time when we need to see two other people we fancy on date night <laughs> to make it date night. I think even couples that are in the early throes of their relationship uh, want to watch beautiful people rather than each other. <laughs> True. Fair play. Let me start by giving you a synopsis of Speed. Where's it coming from? It's coming from Rodden Tomatoes. Nice. I quite like it. Here goes. Los Angeles police officer Jack... Keanu Reeves, angers retired bomb squad member Howard Payne, Dennis Hopper, by foiling his attempt at taking hostages. In revenge, Payne arms a bus with a bomb that will explode if it drops below 50 miles per hour. With the help of spunky passenger Annie, Sandra Bullock, Jack and his partner Harry, Jeff Daniels, try to save the people on the bus before the bomb goes off, whilst also trying to figure out how Payne is monitoring them. Love it. I think that's probably one of our best synopses so far. That's pretty good, to be fair. Pretty good. But then everything's good now because we saw a great film. Exactly. We saw a great film. Yeah. Our relationship has been salvaged. It's blossomed, <laughs> some would say. Blossomed. I can't believe it's taken till the middle of season two for us to find the perfect film. I, I mean, yeah. Fabulous. Fabulous, as so they say. I don't think we're going to have any reasons to dump you today. I hope not. Well, I'm hoping not. No. Well, let's tread carefully over these, okay. ne- these, these next few moments we're going to spend together. Do you want me to tell you why I chose this film and why, having rewatched this film, I 100% think it's a brilliant film? Yes, please. Okay. So, I mean, I, haven't, I did only see this film once before really? in my life. Yes, genuinely. I used to own this on VHS. That's how much I love this tape and that's how old I am. The tape. I even said tape. Film. Yeah. I'm impressed. I know. I, I can't say I ever saw you with the VHS copy. Well, why would you? We would have got together much quicker if I'd seen I know. That. I know. You I just bedazzled you with you Back to the Future. You could The trilogy. Well, yeah, no, that is true. That is basically why I'm with you. Yeah. Um, the premise of this film. Yeah. Simplicity in a nutshell could not be any better. Agreed. What a brilliant sort of hook and log line. There's a bomb on the bus. As soon as it goes over 50, it gets activated. If the bus goes under 50, the bus and everybody on it blows up. Yeah. Who doesn't want to go and watch that film? You tell me one person, if you if you gave that premise to them, would not want to go and watch this film. Well, I wouldn't know that person because they wouldn't be in my friendship circle. Exactly. They would be far outside the friendship zone. They would be far outside. They wouldn't even be on the periphery of my friendship circle. I don't blame you. They, they, they would be losers, basically. Yeah, exactly. Second great thing about this film. Yeah. 
every single character is a little slice of perfection. Oh, love them. I really think they absolutely smashed it out of the park. I mean, obviously, Jack, a.k.a. Keanu, yeah. could not be any better. The first time we see him, he's nonchalantly... Nonchalantly? I, I can't even say what that word. Nonchalantly. Nonchalant. Why can't I say that word? Nonchalantly. Thank you. Okay. Chewing gum. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whilst, you know, he's at work trying to disarm a bomb, like, you know, this is just every day for him. It's what you do. Yeah, it's just what you do. I'm not even going to take this gum out. And we all know that after you've chewed gum for about oh, six minutes, yeah. you really want to get rid of it. Yeah, it's kind of like a piece of rubber that doesn't taste of anything. It just becomes annoying. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Really kind mm-hmm. of unpleasant. But he stuck with it. He did. He stuck with it through the whole bomb detonation process i was impressed by that sponsored by wrigley also pre spider-man pre tom cruise in mission impossible we get we get an upside down keanu yes being lowered down the lift shaft yeah i thought you said you loved all the characters we seem to be focused on one in particular but let's carry on i'm giving you my top reasons to appreciate jack traven's um Ah, character within this film sorry sorry yes he did proceed yeah. The dangling on the rope thing that Tom Cruise does. Exactly. And one more classic moment. Yeah. When towards the end of the film, he is put on the little gurney and he's about to be shot underneath the bus in order yes. to try and, I mean... The bus that's approximately six inches off the ground, but when he gets close to it and is underneath it, it suddenly seems to be about two feet above Not a the problem. Ground. Not a problem for him. Yeah. Um, it lifted itself. The whole bus lifted itself for him. This This is the cop that you want. Totally. In this situation. Totally. Uh, he reminds me of a lot of the police officers down by Streatham Hill Station. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say I'm going to get myself down to Streatham Hill Police. I know, right? Um, Annie, Sandra Bullock. Yeah. Absolutely, completely relatable. Adorable character. Yeah. You want to be mates with her. Yeah. Men want to sleep with her. Yeah. Perfect. She can drive a bus. What a pair of legs as well. <laughs> what a pair of legs. Best legs in the business. <laughs> I'll let you have that considering... Um, what? Considering you fawned over Keanu <laughs> for two solid hours. Then we've got his partner, Harry, Jeff Daniels. Yeah. Back again from last week's Dumb and Dumber to join us again here today. I have to bring up a point about him. You didn't like Harry? Jury's out. Jury's out on Harry. Why? Jury's out Is on because... Jeff Daniels, not on Harry. Oh. oh. Jury's out. That's even harsher. Well, apparently Jeff Daniels in this plays a drunk. Well, he doesn't play a drunk. He plays himself drunk. Yes. In the bar. I was going to say, I don't think he was meant to be no, an no, alcoholic. No, no, he yeah. wasn't an alcoholic. Yeah, he gets drunk after, yeah. when they're celebrating the their bar. first detonation. Yeah, and he's having this heart-to-heart with Keanu. Yeah. He was basically Harry from Dumber Dumber. And he's also called Harry in this, which I know, didn't help. He didn't help. But he basically played Harry in Dumber Dumber as his drunk role. I think it was unfortunate for Mr. Jeff Daniels that we've watched... The, both these films in Very close proximity because yeah it was hard to focus on him as a, a cop in a serious role when we've just come off the back of Dumb and Dumber but he played the role I was like okay I'm getting I used to it I thought he was quite it. believable drunk uh, I thought he was quite believable drunk I uh, I mean no okay well, no. I'll just make a note of that I'm because, sorry you know. Jeff you know if you hadn't bailed on our meeting last week we could have discussed this face to face but the fact is if you look back at your performances, <laughs> you drunk in speed, you took on to be Harry. You you're, probably thought, same name. I know what I'll do. I'll do the drunk I thing. I think you're absolutely outrageous with that. Other great characters. Yeah. Um, Alan Ruck, 
aka Cameron from Ferris Bueller. Oh yeah, Cameron, yeah. As the most annoying bus passenger ever existed. Yeah, he was. Absolutely brilliant. Loved all the passengers on the bus, by the way. All the passengers on the bus all were of them. brilliant. What a cross-section of society exactly. that was. Exactly, exactly. Um, Sam, the original bus driver who gets shot oh, yeah. and have to get carried. Love him. Loved him. Awesome. Amazing. Um, I recognised Bob. The other, the other bus driver who ended oh. up on the bus that got blown up right oh, near the yeah. start. Yeah. Apparently, John Capadice is yes. his name. Yeah. I'm sure he's been in a plethora of things. He has been in a lot of things. Always plays a large Italian. Yes, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. quite a kind of a ma- traditional kind of mafia type yeah. look. Yeah. Um, Captain McMahon, brilliant, holding it all together, trying to get the boys to the yeah. to the end goal. Loved yeah. it. Characters, likable, relatable, strong, tick. Three. You didn't mention Dennis Hopper once oh, in that. I did. Did I not? Nope. Oh my goodness, Dennis Hopper. I know, right? <laughs> pretty, pretty prime character. Ooh, what a hell okay. of a character that was. Um, Loved him. Intellectual debate. Dennis Hopper. Discuss. As bad as bad guy. Discuss. Genius. You, I like him. You were I think. Of that. Yeah, totally. I think he's got that kind of. Yeah, he could easily frighten the shit out of you. Yeah, I think he's got a, a slightly deranged edge to him anyway i mean i think that came out in his role in the hippie thing easy rider easy rider i think i think that's an edge to him in general i think he has has. an air i agree with you i think he has an air of uh discomfort and slight insanity yeah i mean i've seen better performances from him in terms of he probably had more oomph to the character to get hold of yeah he didn't have that much to do did he brilliant in that yeah it was really good uh, Hannibal Lecter vibes I was getting yeah, from him. I don't know much. if that was the sort of slick back hair. Well, yeah, I mean, that's part of it. But I was definitely a middle-aged getting... white man who's a bit deranged, yeah. which is a little bit too common. Well, art uh, imitates life, Brian. It does, so, so I've it? Been, so I've been told. It does. Um, the, the main brilliance of this film... Yes. It raises the stakes every single time just when you think you know it might plateau a little bit yeah because essentially the majority of the film is just a bus driving around it raises the stakes yeah we go straight in at the beginning of this film dennis hopper's rigging up a bomb to a lift yeah he stabs stabs the security guard because oh, yeah, the security guard questions why he's there then in we the get, side of his head inside of his head i mean why wouldn't you then we yeah. get the lift hurtling to the ground yeah and they have to go and save the people yeah then we get a moment of calm Jack yeah. Jack goes to get a coffee and a muffin, you yeah. know, everyday type stuff. Bus blows up in the background. Yeah, even before that, when they're getting their medal, they're yeah. collecting their medals because yeah. you're told that Dennis Hopper was blown up in the explosion and the first thing. Correct. And they go and get the medals and you're looking at it on a TV screen it pulls back and Dennis he's Hopper's watching it, applauding him. And he's like, yeah, he's still alive. See what I mean? Every step yeah. of the way it just raises and it carries on through the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, it then becomes personal because Dennis Hopper reappears and he's rigged up this bus and he yeah, yeah, contacts yeah. contacts Jack to tell him that this is going to happen. Um, then we get the bus has to stay over 50. Yeah. There's a gap in the freeway. I mean, I'm I not know. sure if that's really how they build freeways well, from one side to the other and join it in the middle. Surely they just go from one end to... With a bridge? Mm, no, probably not. No. I'm not a mechanical engineering Thank person. God. I'm not a mathematical person either. No, <laughs> but I mean, like, it's there's an irony 
To an alumnus of Brunel (laughs) University not understanding the basic concept of building a bridge, I'd just go from one side to the other, just keep building. I wasn't really thinking of it in terms of bridge, but of course, yeah, yeah, of course, it very very much was a bridge. Swiftly moving on. Then we get Kiana going under the bus. I know. Then... You think all is failed, the fuel's coming out. Then yeah. he realises that he's what that Dennis Hopper is watching them via yep. the camera that's on the bus. That wild cat. Even, even when you think the film has ended, we get this false end where they get everyone off the bus. Sandra, yeah. Sandra and Keanu have, yeah. have most dramatic, brilliant exit out of a dangerous situation I've ever seen. They come yeah. flying out the bottom of the bus, embraced in each other's arms. Yep. Um, I mean, to be honest... I'd be embracing her all the time. I'd be constantly embracing him. So, so yeah, mm-hmm. ideal, right? I thought that when the train was crashing at the end, I thought, yeah. She was like, you didn't leave me. I wouldn't leave you. <laughs> no way. No way. You don't get something that beautiful and then go, yeah, you're all right. I'm going to save myself now, nah, mate. I'm hanging on. If I'm going to go out, I'm going to go out clinging to Sandra Bullock. Oh, this is great because I feel like I would have got left on that sub- subway train. No, 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 no. You would have gone out <laughs> clinging to bloody Keanu Reeves and I would have gone out clinging to Sandra Bullock and we could have all died as a weird pervy force. But if it had been just the two of us there. Oh, yeah, we'd have just on. said, oh, well, love. We- Best of British, there's a curve coming up. So this is one of my big flaws. Okay. You're probably going to need your pen. The ending, this ending on the, the, the underground. Yeah, okay, so the actual ending of yeah, the film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it doesn't make any fucking sense. What do you mean? He kidnapped, Dennis Hopper kidnaps Sandra Bullock. Yeah. They get on the subway train. Yeah. Keanu kills Dennis yeah. Hopper. Subway train's out of control. Yeah. What doesn't make sense about that? I so, mean, far-fetched, maybe. Okay, so first of all, um, he puts a hole in the roof of the subway station so he can collect his money from the bin on the street. Yeah, so he goes up from yeah, the, to under. the bin from underneath. And they're in bog-standard tunnels that say exit this way and passengers this way Yeah, underneath. Go down Charing Cross <laughs> and try and dig a hole through the roof. Look, that's London one. transport system. Oh, that's true. Very number much one. more secure. Number one. Mm. That was number one. Number two. They then walk out. He shoots everybody. And he threatens two passengers who are on the train. Yeah. And says, get off. Or are these seats taken? They get off. Correct. Which means that is a train that is in use. Correct. In service. And the people weren't all getting off, which means it had to continue on on its journey. Yes. Five minutes later, we find... The line's not finished. So <laughs> yeah, why the fuck are you taking fee paying passengers be- on it? Because presumably the train was to finish before the end of the line. The last stop would have been okay. prior. I'll, gi- I'll prior. give you that. Yes. I'll give you that. So then it comes over the radio after he's managed to basically decapitate Dennis G- Hopper. Dennis yeah. Hopper and still grab that detonator thing. Yes. But anyway... The man's a hero. Yeah. Um, and then he disables her vest. Yes. Very easily, because apparently if you're holding down the lever, you can just pull the battery pack off the back. I mean, I'm not being funny, Brian. He's a bomb expert. But yeah, true. It's not just you I'm giving you that. Up. I'm giving you that, mm-hmm. right? By this point, the driver's been shot by Dennis Hopper. Yeah. So the train's off on its way. Yeah. Subway train is on tracks. So then the boss comes over the radio. They can't have a two-way conversation that says... You need to stop the train. Train's not finished or Mm. track's not finished. Track's not finished. Hit the emergency brake and he does and it doesn't work. Correct. Right? So then Keanu says, we can't stop the train. I'm going to speed it up. Yeah. Okay. So 
ease Helen towards a corner mm-hmm. at top speed to derail the train. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. If you could turn the speed up, My you can turn the speed down. <laughs> well, you Why don't not know that. approach the corner at three miles an hour and then you'll coast around and at most the front of the train will go boop on the wall. Right. Instead, he decides to do it at 75 miles an hour, goes up the ramp, wipes out all of the hard work towards the Hollywood Tube Station, <laughs> when then comes piling out the front onto the street. Incidentally, there is no tube station in the middle of the road <laughs> on Hollywood Boulevard. Comes piling out, scrapes all the way down Hollywood Boulevard. <laughs> yep. Then the best bit of the film happens ever. Which is? The Starline Tours bus pulls up. Yeah. And when I went to Hollywood for the first time, I went on a Starline's tour. And it went in one of those vans. Oh, well, there you go. The so that, that's that's a great scene then. It gave yeah. you and it gave ends you up outside Man's Chinese Theatre. Yeah. But I just thought, as soon as he turned it up, I thought, well, why didn't he just slow it down? Have those you... trains don't just have go and they go chuck, 70 miles an hour and then stop. And they go Quick question for you. Have you ever driven a subway train? No. No. Okay, moving on. Okay. Lines. Some of the lines in this film. Yes, agreed. Absolute stone cold classic. Genius, yeah. Um, Obviously, you opened this episode with the pop quiz line. Yes, yeah, yeah. Brilliant. Some of my personal favourites. Go on. Um, How are you feeling? Like I've been shot. Yeah, that was good. Excellent. That was good. Um, When Jack is trying to get on the bus, one of the passengers says... Man, he sure has a hard-on for this bus. I know. Really made me yeah, laugh. I like that. Um, and a, a couple of lines from very early in the film, yeah. which pleased me greatly. When the lift, when all the business people get in the lift at the beginning. Oh, yeah. And the and the light of... I thought the, you'd enjoy the bully. I absolutely... No, I didn't enjoy the bully. I thought he was an asshole. But basically, the, the lift light was already lit up yeah. and, and Bob pressed it. Yeah, um, yeah. And this guy goes, thanks for pushing that, Bob. Bully. The, the light's on, but it might be broken. And I bully. thought... No. And I thought I would be Bob. I always press the lights. Yeah. I always press the buttons, even if the light's on, I be that you. in a lift or at the uh, pedestrian crossing. Yeah. Um, so my response to him would have been sod off. But I particularly like... Go fuck yourself, Steve. <laughs> I particularly like then when the um, when the lift got out of control and came to a crashing halt and they were all screaming. Yeah. He, he then still turned it back on Bob and was like, Bob, what button did you push? It's oh, I like, know, I know. Fuck you, man. You're an arsehole. Absolute, absolute brilliant lines. Go home, have some sex. You're going to go home and puke. That'll be fun too. Yeah, Great. yeah, that's what's true. Not, what's not to learn? But there's a lot in this film. Again, right? This is this is me, right? Okay, mm-hmm. this is me now. This a lot in this film is exactly why the '90s films are probably the best in the world. Oh my god, they are just phenomenal. Everything about them is phenomenal. Um, I mean, late 80s, you can kind of scooch in there as well. But I'm going to just tell you, like, even in this film, again, it follows all those tropes we've discussed about before. Yeah, you're right? in love with and the 90s. And things that are missing from today. First of all, American heroes. And by American heroes, I mean average Joe American heroes. We're everywhere in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Where's my American hero now? Mm. No, it has to be a spaceship with a weird fox that's also a hero or... <laughs> Some Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, right, okay. And some other weird and wonderful thing. It can never just be an average Joe like a cop or a... Usually a cop. <laughs> or a fireman or, you yeah. know, something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. 
Choppers. You don't get any helicopters in films anymore. Mm. They don't even use them for the shots. They now have drones. Boring. Let's have some <laughs> fucking helicopters up in the air. Choppers. Police should be in helicopters yep. everywhere. Nice. Extras. And what I mean by that is supporting Cast. ensemble. Yeah. In the 90s, they were the best. They, The people who go, oh, my God, yeah. and things like that, they were just the best. They were often given ever. some great lines as well. Yeah, they were mm. given great lines, but even just the simple, mm. oh, my God, mm. and things like that. Some of those people on the bus, performance of a lifetime. Yeah, brilliant. Loved, loved it. them. Absolutely loved them. Prams crossing the road. Nice. And getting hit by cars. <laughs> where, where, what, what's happened to that? What's happened to the dodgy, like, as soon as you're chasing down a road, everybody with a pram <laughs> walks out into the middle of the road. Where's that gone? Um, the one-line gags in a pressure situation. I mean, you've mentioned a few, but where are these one-line, you know, there's a lift plummeting towards the floor, right? It, you hear explosions outside your lift. It plummets towards the floor. It stops. The guy goes, what did you do with the button pop? <laughs> yeah. Now, me, I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm a pacifist. I'm a complete pacifist. I would have just flown at that. <laughs> I would have just leapt across at him and just, I don't think any of them would have been out to get me off him because well, I'll be too honest, much, but hilarious gags and you don't get them anymore. Can I, can I, can I just agree with you on something there? Yeah. So... Londoners on transport, right? Yeah. We like to get on and off yeah. quickly. Yeah. Don't be messing around. Don't be getting in my way. Don't yeah. be standing in the door when I've got to go off. So the people getting out of this lift and then later on the people getting off the bus, yeah. as in being saved and they can't, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, they yeah. can't slow it down. They've got to get off quickly. Uh-huh. Christ, some of them were taking their time. I mean... They would have been killed in a stampede if that had been a London bus. Here it's on my list, <laughs> Right. Jumping from vehicle to vehicle. <laughs> yeah. It used to be a big thing. Keanu. I have never seen anyone step from a bus onto the side of a moving van in such a sexy way in my so life. So sexy. He just stepped on the tread, <laughs> yeah. held on the roof, and it zoomed away. I'd like to think that's how I would step yeah, across. Yeah, me too. That's how we all see it. Mm-hmm. But I would be much more like the old woman later who was like... <laughs> and then the ramp would have gone like it did for Cameron Fry. <laughs> Everything was sunny in the 90s. Because it was all in L.A. L.A. was the coolest place on earth. I want more L.A. in my films. I do not want Middle Earth. I do not want the middle of the universe. I do not want some weird wanky place in the middle of the Scottish Highlands where it's raining all the time. I want to be in sunshine. I want to see beautiful people doing beautiful things that I can't do. Yet they're still just like working in a coffee shop during the day. He still eats muffins. There's no way you get Keanu Reeves' body having a bloody latte and a muffin in the morning. You're done. I like to think he was having a flat white, but okay. Mm, not back then. <laughs> but there you go. Being the bad guy, like the average man beating the bad guy. That doesn't seem to happen anymore. Where's that gone? Why doesn't that happen? Um, then you've got the police always skid to a halt. Like, even in the airport at the end, there was no need, but they came running up 100 miles and skidded Agreed. at the end. This is another thing I wanted to say, which I appreciated about this film. Yeah. We, we have mentioned before on this podcast, when we've been watching sort of action movies, yeah, how yeah. the cavalry always arrives after everything's yeah, been yeah, saved. Yeah. This film, not the case. No, they only arrive three quarters of the way through. They, they, are, they are there... They are are trying to help out. They are trying to deal with it. I appreciated that. I appreciated that twist on the uh, the old genre rule there. 
they they turned up. They were trying to do their best. Yeah. Jack was the one saying, no, we can't take the passengers off because he'll blow the bus. We can't do this. We can't do that. And they worked with him, not, yes. not against him. Yeah. And they didn't just screech up at the end and try and take all the glory for it. Absolutely. And the fact they were all slightly disgruntled and made jokes about how they don't earn any money, even <laughs> though they're saving the world. Brilliant. You don't get that anymore. You don't get the word cojones in cojones. films. You've got a big pair around here, cojones. Mm-hmm. You don't get that anymore. You don't get massive explosions for no apparent reason. That bus did not need to hit that freight plane and explode the way it did. I mean, it had to explode, but it didn't need to hit the freight plane to double up. Maybe the bus on its own, that was like, that would look really shit Yeah, you need camera. it to look good. I mean, a little bit like your theory of have the subway train slowly come to a yeah. hall. That would not have looked <laughs> as good brilliant. as it screaming through the construction site and landing on Hollywood Boulevard. And the guy with the tow truck on the front of the um, plane. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the oh, shot yeah, of him he jumping jumped out. out <laughs> he was dead. He would have roasted alive. But there you go. Um, and then finally, things like shooting door locks open. You don't get that anymore. Yeah, it used to be a big thing. I'd love to do that just once in my life. That or open a door with a credit card. And models. And models. Using models for things. Oh, you mean small versions rather than hot women. Hearing concrete rubble crash across the floor, but seeing the bits of rubble bounce. I didn't see any rubble bounce. Oh, at the beginning when when Hopper blew himself up. Brilliant. And then the model train at the end that goes... (laughs) through everything and through the dirt and the sparks are the same size as the train you i love this this is what i want in my films this is what i need this is the 90s i love it la's great everything's great in the 90s come on he loves la i'm just going to start a podcast about 90s films well I'm, actually that's it i'll It'll be honest be reasons to stay alone and i'll go <laughs> and do my 90s one. reasons to sit in a dark room alone hmm. very different type of podcast brian you've not even mentioned music which smashed it out of the park so yes the music smashed it out of the park at the beginning you got the eerie music because apparently we needed four minutes of the the lift going down we did real-time lift going from floor 40 yeah we did because i was counting the uh, floors and when we got to the p levels i I knew from a previous workplace that meant we were in the basement yeah that was quite exciting Sinead was very excited Mm. pointed it out to Mm. me Mm. we're in the basement now Mm. we had that at work Mm. now don't get me wrong as a man from the facilities world to be at the business end of the elevator shaft (laughs) was quite exciting at the beginning at the beginning yeah i was thinking oh i wonder what the ppm plan is on this i wonder how they're sorting themselves out. But then, you know, after a while, I thought, okay, I've seen four or five floors now. Too much lift is what you're saying. Too much lift. We needed that build-up. But the music was brilliant because it started eerie, then it got adventurous. We hadn't changed anything, yet you knew it was going to be a thriller, you knew it was going to be action. And then when it got to the bottom, I loved the shot that it got to the bottom and it just straight away moved across Mm -hmm. the basement Mm -hmm. to the exit door. And then it cut to to the stage set (laughs) version of that door and the the lighting actor, was different, wasn't it? it was and the actor of... who played the security guard, I mean, what a moment! I loved him, cheesy as fuck. Yeah, no one gave me a word. You know, the way he opened the door and looked through. Oh, I can see someone singing. He really acted every second of that, and I hope he went on to do fabulous things. I hope he plays that fox in Guardians of the Galaxy <laughs> or whatever it is. Please. You've got to find out now. That's not even a fox. You know that, don't you? I don't care. It's computer generated. I won't watch it. It's for ner- my age nerds but, sitting in their pants. Yeah. Yeah. What's it? And it's not, that's not for you? No. Anyway, the music was done by Mark Mancina. Because I don't like wearing pants. <laughs> Boom. Mic dropped. Go home. 
Do you know what you also did the music for? I'm just going to ignore the fact that you're sitting oh, in your pants eating what? Hundred percent, he did the music for Bad he Boys. He did Bad Boys. Yeah, because he used the tune <laughs> in the middle of it. Dun 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 dun. I caught myself. Had to pause it to go for a wee. I've mentioned this age problem before. And as I was walking through the toilet, I went dun 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 dun. I thought that's the Bad Boys tune. Mm. Came back. Bad Boys. He there also, you go. He also did Con Air and Training Day. You can tell. But, I mean, what music? What great music. Boom, well done. Boom two, boom three, boom four. On that note, let me give you some solid facts about this film. Nerd alert! Is this my time to shine? Polish my badge? Thank you, Brian. I think some of these facts are going to interest you because we both seem to be enjoying this little uh, revisit to speed. Fact number one. Sandra Bullock learned to drive a bus for this film. She passed the first time. Number two, Josh Whedon, creator of Buffy, apparently wrote a lot of the dialogue for this script, but did not get a credit. The scene at the beginning where Cameron Fry from Ferris Bueller is chatting up Annie, she pulls her gum out and says she has to move seats because there's gum stuck to it. Apparently that was improvised by Sandra Bullock herself. When the bus blows up near the beginning of the film, if you look closely, you'll see a tow cable. As in a cable that tows, not as in some sort of weird toe-shaped cable. In the original script, the bus was going to go to Dodgers Stadium and circle the parking lot. But instead, we obviously end up at the airport. If you look closely on Harry's desk, there is a sign that says, Go ahead, make my day from Dirty Harry. In 1996, the film was spoofed on the Muppets Tonight when Sandra Bullock was hosting and a bomber called in the show and said he'd blow up the Muppet studio if episodes ratings dropped below 50. And finally, the most important fact, apparently Mr Keanu Reeves did approximately 90% of his own stunts for this film. Bravo, sir, bravo. Well, how unusual to end on a pro-Keanu moment, but I'm with you. Talking of spoofs of this film. Mm -hmm. I mean, I can't do this podcast and not mention. And if you haven't seen it out there, go and watch it. The Father Ted episode on the milk. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's the best spoof of this ever. Oh, I'll check what that episode is called. But yes, basically, um, the milkman, the the, the angered milkman rigs the milk float. Yeah, if it goes below six miles an hour. (laughs) Or is it four? I can't remember what the exact speed was. But um, yeah, so Father Dougal has to keep circling around um, to keep the milk float from blowing up. It's genius. Absolute genius. So go and see that. So there's a big hole, and I'm not talking about on the freeway, or the jump where the bus, as I mentioned in the intro, clearly never made it. Okay, I'm not liking your general vibe about this. You're giving me kind of like... No, this is... Come on, look. This is suspending disbelief. I don't care. Are you happy to see Like when she came off the freeway for the first time and hit every single car on the way around. Loved it. That bus would have been doing about eight miles an hour by the time it finished and all (laughs) that stuff. But instead, apparently, it stayed above 50. Sandy knew what she was doing. Sandy can't do any wrong. To be honest, when she turned the hard left, hooked her leg up on the side there to turn the thing, what a great shot. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not proud of myself for it. I'm not proud. But she's a lovely lady. Okay. Just saying. Anyway, so there's a big hole in this for me with regard to the story at the end. The story at the end. So when they record, they find out that Dennis Hopper's watching them on the inside of the... Bus. Bus. Yeah, through like the CCTV type. Yeah. 
And yeah. the airspace is all restricted. Yeah. Around the airport. Yeah. Yes. But there's still two news fans nearby. Yes. Filming them through the railings. Yeah. Yes. So the news fans hook into his live feed. Yeah. Record a bit. Yeah. And then play it back into the in just to him. Yeah. I don't know how they played it back just to him, but they've obviously Yeah, they play it on loop so he thinks yeah, that nothing's so he still happening. Yeah. Um But then there's an explosion the size of a small city after they've unloaded. I had no problem with the unload. That's fine. That yeah. works. Oh, yeah. So when the so, bus crashes into the plane, there's a, a huge explosion. Yeah. yeah. So what you're telling me that reporters mm. after that massive explosion wouldn't have reported that on the telly. Like later on when he still thinks it's still going on, he's still watching news reports. I mean... <sighs> so it doesn't make any sense. Listen, I'm not going to say that it didn't raise certain questions. Because, okay. because, you know, I get where you're coming from here. And one thought I had um, at this climactic point yeah. was sorry, yeah. <laughs> was when they'd um, got everyone off and Keanu says he doesn't know the bus has blown. So, yes. we'll, so we'll go and we'll yeah, give him yeah. the money that he thinks he's going to get and we'll capture him. My thought was, would he really not know the bus had blown? Surely, however he had rigged that bomb, he would know if it had actually detonated or not. Yeah, I would have thought so. Yeah. So my point is, we've all got slightly niggling questions, Brian. We all occasionally doubt the the reason or the reality of the situation. Yeah. I think you just need to let it go. Just be there for the for the thrill ride. I think so. The fact of the matter was, no, nobody was reporting on that. And no, Dennis Hopper didn't realise that the bus had blown yeah, up. Yeah, I Done. mean, the fact is, I did let it go that... Two people had strapped themselves to an exit hatch board at the back of the bus and slid under the back axle and come out completely unscathed and slid down the road. Exactly. You wanted to because it was sexy, it was great, it and was. you wanted to be on that board. So. Oh, so much. I mean, if I could just get Bullock off the board. <laughs> I mean, if Keanu. No, but like, it's just good. It's just good. I don't know really kind of how else... It, to sum it up, it, it, it gives you everything. It gives you everything that you need. I'm telling you, this is the perfect action date night movie and to take why, to take your bow to. Yeah, to take your BAE. And also, what does that mean? Before anyone else, yes, I've remembered it. Do you know how many times I've tried to explain what that Do is? You know and I what? don't remember. There's very little in life <laughs> I hate more than all this crap. <laughs> That's come out of social media. Listen, you've got to move with the times. You've I got to know what the kids are talking about you know these days. For years, for years, I tried. <laughs> no, I tried. Did you? No, 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 no. I tried. Then I turned like 46 and a half, somewhere around Oh, there. please. You gave up well before then. Okay. Well, I was trying to be nice. <laughs> I have no interest in it anymore. I couldn't care less. You are becoming the epitome of a grumpy old oh, man. Oh, no. I just don't <laughs> care. I'm not grumpy about it. Do what you like. I don't care. You want to waste your time staring at that shit. See, there you go. That's fine. There you go. Somebody that didn't care wouldn't say that. Well, I don't care. It's your life. Listen. Become fat, hunchback and useless. <laughs> I don't care. Nice. I look forward to that. I'll push you around your chair. You'll be face strapped to your phone. Probably chipping your head by then. <laughs> and by the way, can I say this again? Another 90s film with a premonition of the dystopia that we live in now. On. Live news. Yeah, that's true. News after the event to tell me, oh my God, it was horrible. 
this happened, this happened, yeah. and this happened. Because you are reporting on event an event that happened. Brilliant. And it should always exist. I agree with it entirely. Live news, mm. here's live footage of someone getting blown something up. Horrific, yeah. Something horrific, Something Actually, all you do is turn lunatics into fucking pariahs and heroes and you create enough issues just to basically sell advertising space. Murdoch, have a word with yourself. <laughs> well, and Dennis, that's it. I called you. I don't care. I call everybody on it. I well, don't mind. Dennis Hopper says something, doesn't he? Like, ah, interactive TV. He says that to Keanu at some point when they're kind of being watched. Right, yeah. And I thought, yeah, how true he is. Yeah. How true he is. We are yeah. tracking everything now. Yeah, went interactive TV is the future. It's all a thought, little bit yeah, too much it for is. us. And it's even more interactive now. They'll even bloody well put the adverts in according to something I said to someone in the privacy of my home with my phone within 50 metres of me and suddenly I get adverts of it everywhere and they claim they're not listening. Wake up, people. <laughs> burn your phones. Well, not until you've listened to this. But then burn your phone. Oh, goodness me. I... This does just go out on MW Radio. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I... I got passionate there. Sorry about that, folks. I didn't realise this was going to turn into a... Party political statement by the uh, Brian Franklin. But I'm just by I, just the innocence. Like at the end, at the end of this film, it's beautiful. An old man pops his head up and takes a photo with his camera. <laughs> what the hell's a camera? I know, right? A camera? A camera that looked like he actually had to put film in it. Well, you used to have to pick your photo because you only had 36 shots and it was going to cost you £3.80, which at the time was the equivalent to about 70 quid now, to process your film, which had a sticker on every single one that said, oh, quality control <laughs> by a 16-year-old spotty nerd. In fact, maybe phones are better for that. Brian, take <sighs> a breath. <laughs> I just, I love going back to my home, the 90s, to LA. I went to LA in the 90s. Brian, listen, I brought this film to the table because I'm not feeling very well today. And I wanted to spend two hours of action entertainment with perhaps the greatest... Actor man. of his generation. The greatest, the greatest man. man. I was gonna, yeah, I was going to go with man, but I thought I'll, I'll try and not sound too biased on this. I feel like I should just go and spend the rest of the day watching more Keanu Reeves films. Go for it, love. Um, but before I do that, yeah, I think we should get to some VHS scores. Okay. Yeah, that sounds fair. You, you, I take it you want me to go first. I think this is the normal okay. way we do things okay. around here. We're not changing things just because you've blown a gasket over nonsense you've just created in your own head no i must admit I've, I've, my temperature's gone up a little bit my heart's beating rather fast that's probably just the lurgy that's passed across the room oh yeah never mind um so let me sorry it really looks like you've got a sheet of paper in front of you that says facts 1994 and i looked down it really looked like it said farts <laughs> 1994 um so vhs tapes from me so this for me has a very similar guttural feeling to a film we watched in season one Oh, this for me. God, here we go. No, this for me. Well, a couple of films in season one. This for me should be a Brian choice, not a Sinead choice. So you're on a winner, right? This for me is LA, is sunshine. It's back in the day where we didn't understand the horrific things that the US were doing in other parts of the world, <laughs> so we loved them. This for me was a time when I was a young boy with the world in my grasp. Now you're just a bitter old man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, exactly. So given that fact, I can't give it a perfect score because Jeff Daniels is in it. But I can give it 
four and a half VHS tapes. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And then he lost the half because, and it's not even probably Jeff's fault, but when he played drunk, he was Harry and he had the same name. He was Harry from Dumb and Dumber and it just didn't work for okay, me. But well, apart from that, smashed it. Well done, everyone involved. You know, I'm not surprised you were top four grossing. Um, and, and, you know, well done. <laughs> well, well done. You. Are, you, are you finished? Are you sure? Yeah. I feel like, you know, the Brian monologue could, could continue there. I'll be honest. I might do a spin-off show. <laughs> Over on our uh, new Patreon account, you can listen to Brian yeah. talk for four hours. We should do that. Honestly, I haven't got the energy. The, the paracetamol is starting to wear off <laughs> and my brain is starting to melt. So so how many VHS cassette tapes do you give this film? I am giving this film, it was my choice. I should be giving it higher. I I, I need to I need to reassess. Keanu's in it. I know, I know. Sod it. Am I gonna go the highest I can go? I don't know. Listen, as I was gonna go four. However, yeah. thinking about it now. Keanu's in it. He is. Sandra Bullock's in it, who I love. She is. It it ticks all the act. I'm not sure there's a better action movie for me. I'm going five VHS tapes. That's a it. Four, We're five. all in. Hang on. Whoa, I'm whoa, going whoa. four five. See, well, now you've broke that glass ceiling. It's just every film for you now. Mm, don't think I gave Dumb and Dumber. No, you didn't. Actually. No. So I haven't broken any glass ceiling, okay. have I? <laughs> don't think you're the one to talk to me about glass ceilings, sir. Thank you very much. Five. So it's 9.5 VHS like cassettes. Cassettes. <laughs> See what I mean? I've got a fever, man. My temperature is through the roof. Nine point five VHS cassettes yeah. for this film. Nice. Now, more importantly, reasons to dump moi. Just a couple, because I do think seriously, just a couple, just a couple. Because I do, I do feel like we could have found the film that brings us together rather than pushes us apart. True that. Stick that on a T-shirt. <laughs> Number one, yeah. I think you're being entirely, entirely judgmental and unfair to Jeff Daniels. Oh, okay. I think your opinion on him in this film is skewed by the fact that he's, you've come off the back of Dumb and Dumber. Okay. Um, I think he played a good dr- drunk scene. <laughs> yeah. Because we're not saying that this character is an alcoholic, by the way. I think he played a good scene where he was drunk. I think he was a good foil for Keanu. I liked him. I think you're being unfair. Sinead, I've said it before and I'll say it again. Everyone's entitled to their opinion, even when they're wrong. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> number two, your explanation. You two. <laughs> your explanation. The, they're they're going to grow by the minute, Brian. Your explanation of what you would have done differently had you been trying to stop the subway train <laughs> yeah. was not only ludicrous. Well, no, it was practical. No, it wasn't. Slow it down if you're driving along the motorway and your brakes go you don't go there's a corner coming up i'm going to speed up and see if i can loop off the edge of the motorway and land safely in the trees no you take your foot off the accelerator and you let it slow okay down two things i repeat you have never driven a subway train <laughs> and secondly uh, that would have been a pretty shit ending to the film wouldn't it i don't know it could have been a nice calm taper off <laughs> and Three. Yeah. Go on. You need to take some sort of calms, some sort of substance that will just calm you down a little bit. Okay. Take a breath. Why? 
and not get so excited about things because you know you, nobody can get through to you when you're like this. You're never going to get through to me. The nineties. Eighty-five to ninety-five is the best period of. I know, but that's human be, history. That seems to be where you have stalled. We seem to have left you there. <laughs> Even when you go into the supermarket and you look at the prices of things, I know. You're like, how much for this? This is outrageous. I couldn't even find a copy of Shoot. <laughs> that was a football magazine, wasn't it? It was, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you can't buy a Drifter. <laughs> Where the hell are they? I'm pretty sure you can buy a Drifter. Marathons are called Snickers. <laughs> what? Opal fruits. I want opal fruits. And can I say, I do not want all the sweets getting smaller and smaller and smaller and keeping them at £47.50 each. Let's have super king size ones. People of my generation are all fit and healthy. Mark my words. <laughs> I know, yeah. Nobody's overweight and their teeth are no, falling out. It's that was the good old fun. days where a blue sweet or an orange drink could send you through the roof. Through the roof. That was Reasons to Dump You. Thank you very much for listening. If you enjoyed, please subscribe and rate us five stars. You can also follow us on Instagram at reasons underscore pod. I was Brian. She was Sinead. And we look forward to next week when it'll be my choice. And uh, hopefully I can live up to this great one. Absolutely not. I found the perfect film for us. I know. It's insane.